Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl pickups that leads into the songs of the week. And then we round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, you know the drill. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us five stars. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. <sighs> and now that we have the boring intro out of the way, let's jump right into our fearless beer review. So what do you got? Go. Boop. I, I bought a uh, one of the little fun packs and Sam Adams fun packs. You know, it's kind of like the oh yeah yeah yeah. It's, it's about that time for the for the summer ale to come out and I uh, I like the summer ale by Sam Adams. I think it's really good. So I bought a little fun pack because it had a bunch of other beers I've never heard of or tried. So today I have it's called Porch Rocker and it's a lemon Rattler. That's the style of beer is a Rattler. Okay, never heard of that, but fine. yeah, I, I I don't know what the fuck a Rattler is. I guess it's um snake, but. Isn't that, isn't that a, a rattler? What, what are you saying? Rattler. R A D. R A D L E R. Rattler. 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 I think this is just like a, a like a malty wheat lager, but made with a lot of like summer citrus, like oranges and limes and grapefruits. So yeah. that's uh, that's doesn't what I guess. It doesn't sound very good. It doesn't sound. I had no idea what this was until I picked it out now and i'm not looking forward to it <laughs> it sounds um, yeah, it sounds really good yeah it's four and a half percent so okay all right eight ibus so that's kind of um oh, so know. it's pretty clear then right well it's in the brown bottle i haven't opened it yet oh, are you gonna pour it you're just gonna drink I'm it straight out from the, the fucking can- i'm gonna drink straight from the bottle like this a baby yeah all right so uh i i uh, i have something here that i've had before just because i didn't have a chance to, to go out and buy anything new, but uh, I have what is called the Stone Hazy IPA. So, just there, I think it's just like their makeshift hazy, and uh, yeah, it's I, it's like this cool, like psychedelic purple and yellow and orange. Like, it's a really cool can, it's a really cool logo, and everything like that. And uh, yeah, I poured it out, it's, it's just like a perfectly colored hazy, can't see through it, no uh. No res, no um, floaties, nothing like that. The lacing's good on it. This is a, uh, this could be good. This could be very good. Mm-mm. So, uh, are you ready to drink your Sam Adams? Uh, yeah, I smell it. It does not smell very good. It smells gross. <laughs> Doesn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's here we go. go. Oh, that's good. Mm, okay. Oh wow. So what 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 is, what's so good about it? This is um this this reminds me of uh of like of like lining kugel, just just oh. super super thin, very refreshing, um, you know, decent carbonation and then I don't know, shandy like. It's good. Huh? Is it as sweet as a lining kugel? Yeah. 
Wow. Because, dude, I haven't had that beer in a lot in years. Man, this is That's like... That's a solid beer. This is actually, like, really thin, too. This is... Well, it's good. I'm drinking a little bit more of it. It's a, no, it's good. I, it's weird. It's just like water. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's like not. It's, what did you say? Four point eight percent, something like that. Four point five, but it's it's not okay. even like carbonated that much. Like it's hmm. that's weird. That's good though. I like it. Okay, it definitely tastes so better you, than it smells. That's always such a nice nice thing when it smells terrible, but it ends up yeah. tasting really good. Such a relief. Yeah. All right, my uh, my, my my hazy IPA from Stone Brewery, uh, it's six point seven percent. This is like a really solid hazy. I I, I drink this hazy often because it's pretty much available everywhere around here, and uh, Stone generally just make really good beers. Like it's they're just uh, they're just a solid solid brewery. So and I think I'm going down to their brewery sometime in the next few weeks. So that'll be fun. Be drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> Um, there you go. Yeah, so we have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer, uh, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but you should give it a shot, and a zero is a drain pour. So what would you give your uh, your Sam Adams? Mm, I'd like 1.5, realistically. Really, that low? I, I would never like buy this. I, like, I know what it tastes like. It's good. It's fine. But I would I would never buy this again. It's not It's not that good. It was, it was a good experience. I had a good time. I was like spending New Year's <laughs> Eve in New York. Like I had a blast. It was fun. I'd never do that shit again. <laughs> that's what this is. It's fine. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That, that that's a good comparison. I like it. All right, my uh, my hazy IPA from Stone. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this a a two point eight. A two point eight. This is almost. I don't know. I kind of want to give it a perfect. It's Damn. really good. This is a really good, this is a really good hazy IPA. Not as good as the the shoot, so that's why I, I'm not gonna give it a perfect. But Damn. this is a really solid hazy IPA. I really dig it, and like I said, it being so accessible uh, to buy, you just can't go wrong with it. Stone Brewery, man, <laughs> great, great brewery. So they, yeah, everything they make is is good, to, good to great, solid stuff. So yeah, so I gave mine a two point eight. You gave yours a one point five. So. We ready to to move on to our vinyl pickups? We good? Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm creeping the the beer. I don't think Raul left a, a thing for my. Oh yeah, Raul didn't leave one for mine. My either. beer? No, he did not. What is Pooba? Pooba. Oh, maybe that's like negative reviews. I saw that too. Pooba. No. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, take it easy. Yeah, no, that's it. I'm good. So, um, uh, yeah, this next thing here, we've got vinyls, whatever we picked up, listened to this week, and like I said, this leads into the songs of the week. So, what do you got, Jeff? Go. I, I only have one thing, just my pick of the week. What? Yeah. What? I, well, first of all, wow. there was a lot of Weezer to be listened to. And oh, true, true. I listened just to a lot. I have a lot of Weezer on vinyls, and I listened to all of it at least once. Most of it I did like Shoot. two, three times, so... I, uh, I I I've gotten through my backlog completely on the first listen. It's just now the, the second listen through is going to come into play. I got some bangers coming up the next week. Woo, <laughs> woo! But uh, yeah, my my uh, my pick here is from from Vinyl Me Please, the the subscription service. I uh, I've been wanting this for a while, but it it's, it keeps coming in and out of in stock. Like it come it goes out of stock and then in stock real quick. But there's always something better or something really good that I can't miss for my monthly thing. So finally, I, I had some. I had a free month, and so I picked up this. It's uh, Black Alicious and their album Blazing Arrow, their second album, 2002. 
and uh, this is this is this is better than good hip hop. This is like unreal. This is fantastic. This is amazing mm. hip hop. It is it's awesome. It's great. I love this album. The Gift of Gab. That's the uh, that's the dude's name, or was his name, I guess. But um, he, uh, I don't know. He's great. I, I I love I love how he how he raps. I like his style. I like how he can go quick and and kind of mush a lot of words together, kind of like uh, like Twista style. Mm-hmm. But then also he can just slow it down to just like a, a a trot really, and have this kind of like cool way about him. This this cool like poetic way of of, of reading lines and I. I like it a lot. And this album's dude, this album is just so fucking good. Like I said, it came out 2020 or 2002, and there's a bunch of people mm-hmm. on here. And I, I sent you one song, the song that I chose, that's fantastic. But then, like, Zachary yeah. LaRocca's on this album, too, on the end of it. And then, like, mm-hmm. Ben Harper's here, Questlove's on here. Great stuff. It was Great good. I, I listened to this record yesterday, and uh, I, I was much better than I was expecting. And the one song that really stood out to me was the uh, the one that you chose for your pick of the week. Oh, it's so good. It's just it's a so pretty sick song. Stupid good. Yeah. And like Cut I, Chemist, I, that's that's who's who's featured on there too. I mean the dude is just wait, unreal. Who is it? Cut Chemist? Or oh, I don't know oh Cut Chemist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I dude, I had one of his records like in two thousand six when I worked at Tower. I had one of his CDs and it was fucking so good. The Cut Chemist CD was really good. Dude, I, if, he was from Oslo Motley. Like he 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 played with them. He played turntables with them. And really okay. The band I've been wanting to do for a while. They're yeah, it's been on your to do list. Pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, I like this a lot. It's got a cool. It's a cool like orange cream color vinyl mm-hmm. variant, and it matches really oh, yeah, well. Yeah, looks nice. Yeah, and I like it, and it sounds fantastic. And I I I played this as loud as my speakers could go, and uh, it was it was a good time. It was a good listen. It was a good listen. Very pleased. All right. I see. I would I would get this on vinyl if it was like 20 bucks but even with even like a member discount bucks. on the website it's still still a little too much money but it was a solid record for sure mm. but i doubt it would ever be that that cheap so. no no all right so i'm gonna play a little bit of the the song chemical calisthenics from uh black Alicious. so here we go Here we go. Neutron, proton, mass defect, lyrical oxidation. You're irrelevant, mass spectrograph, your electron volt, atomic energy erupting as I get all open on betatrons, gamma rays, thermal cracking, cyclotron, any and every mic you earn. Trans uranium, if y'all was uranium, molecule spontaneous combustion. Bam. Law of definite proportion gaining weight. I'm every element around. Lead, gold, tin, iron, platinum, zinc. When I rap, you think iodine, nitrate, activate. Right to radium, the only difference is I transmit sound. Balance with some balance, then you add a little talent in. Careful, careful with those ingredients. They can explode and blow up if you drop them and they hit the ground. Let it blow, yo, just let it go. Get back. CaOH2 lime water solution of calcium hydroxide. Slotted it. CaO lime will make bleach powder. Galvanic metal beats stump out louder. Dry ice, CO square refrigerant. NO2 makes you laugh. It's laughing gas used by a dentist. I'm muriatic acid glue. I'm like oil of a toil. The king of chemicals. Energy, heat, gas, weight, all your mass. Chemical change, ice point, melt all your wraps. Atomic weight, broke shocks when you call. We land. Syllable gas, keep going. we 
ambiance. Your ill with buzz and fill the ambiance. A diabetic process ought to calm your ass after I warm your ass. I give you sodium silicate in 02S103, a water glass. Porex flux, you're full of brimstone sulfur. Thoracic acid, hip hop preserver. CO2 could never put away the fire. Style aromas is scientific. The lyrical fuse would be connected to teach you chemical calisthenics. There's so much going on in this song. It's so cool. It's such a cool standout song on this record. It's, 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 God, it's so good. I just like It shows everything that he can do as a rapper. And then to yeah, top yeah. it off with just, I don't know, anytime you throw just like these kind of like chemistry words and make them rhyme, but then also make them kind of make sense. And then you're, he's also also telling like a story behind it all. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unreal. It's good. Yeah, it's fucking it's great. great. It was really good. Do you remember? I, I don't know if you ever listened to the Cut Chemist record. It's um, what is it called? The audience is listening. Did you ever listen to that one? I don't or think at least so. the song, the song "What's the Altitude?" Because mm. that that was the song that like hooked me. Like I, I that that song is unbelievably good. Mm. You, no, you I don't that? think so you don't remember that song at all. I don't think I've listened to any. Um, I don't know how many he he has, but I I don't think I listened to any of his stuff. I only knew him because of stuff he's done with other people, and then Ozzy Motley. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, I think Tammy was the one who turned me on to Cut Chemist because of that song, What's the Altitude? She gave me like a burn CD back in like 2006 and that song was on it. It was fucking killer and then I remember getting it at Tower Records when I worked there. Fucking killer stuff, man. Great stuff. So This stuff is so good. Like this, uh, I'm I'm super happy with this and I've been wanting it for a while and I just, uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad I finally pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, and you you missed out on you know the other record of the month, which we already talked about on another. Yeah, which episode. is which is great. It's it's, it's a fantastic record, but this one just uh, like I'll get more listens out of this one for sure. Okay, that's fair. Would you ever go back and get that Boogaloo Joe Jones? Uh, not from Vinyl Me, please no, because I, I, I can buy it on Discogs for uh, like uh, other pressings for cheaper. Yeah, I think there was like a, there's some older pressings for like twenty bucks, I think. Yeah good stuff though both yeah. both albums good both albums are good so yeah. i'm glad i listened to it yesterday all right so th- that's all you got for the vinyl i can't believe that only one thing just one thing yeah that's it i um <laughs> i mean i have a lot of stuff like waiting here in my backlog to talk about it's just i i, I, I gotta do two listens gotta do two listens no i get it i get it i totally gotta understand do. It's my rule all right my all right so what i got here i got probably i think i have six things seven things uh, this the first one here. Uh, I know you're bummed about it, but I ended up having to keep it, and that is uh, Kesha's first record, Animal, from uh, 2010. Uh, I've been I got this a few weeks ago from White Rabbit Records, and uh, and I listened to it. I put off I put it off, and I finally listened to it this week. And uh, dude, it's it's too good not to keep. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Are you sorry though? I am, I am. But now we're even. Now we're even. So you just you, you stole just, one from me. I stole. You're hurting one. me because you're hurt. That's all you're doing. So two wrongs <laughs> make a right. An eye for an eye makes the world go blind. That's In what this we're doing instance, here. yes. Okay. This instance, okay. yes. Okay. I had to do it. It's too good. Okay. And you know what's you? What's really annoying too? Like a few days after I got this copy, they posted they had they got another copy in, and I went to go get it, and it was gone already. <laughs> so I did try to get another copy, but. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I, if I would have known, I would have, I would have held on to it for you. But I didn't think you'd want another copy of this. 
Because he already made fun <laughs> no, of like, He already made fun of want me, another so. copy of the same record? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so stupid. So yeah, I got that one, Kesha, Animal. I'm not, I, we don't need to talk about it anymore. We we did that this album on an, on an actual episode, so go listen to that one. Because that was a solid episode. Really good episode. How's it sound? Does it sound good? Dude, it sounds fucking killer. Oh. I, I don't want to rub it in. Oh. But it, it sounds it sounds really fucking good, and they're just some of the songs I forget that they even exist. Like, was it the dinosaur song or just dinosaur? <laughs> Dude, that song is like one of the dumbest fucking songs ever written, but it's so good. Boots and Boys too. I forgot about that Boots one. Boots and Boys. Ah oh, man, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Damn. Okay. All right. I fucking play, I played it loud too. I played it really loud. So. Did, was Ryan home? Did Ryan hear you? No, it was during the day, but Balin was home, so he probably heard it. Uh, <laughs> probably thinks I'm a fucking idiot, but oh whatever. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, the next thing here, I, I picked up uh, Regina Spector, her, her fourth album, Begin to Hope. Uh, this one came out in 2006, but I've been holding out and been wanting to, to just get the deluxe version because, man, the, those extra songs are fucking killer. But I thought, in, in the meantime, I'll just get this the normal version and... Dude, I, I love this record. It's this is it was very cheap on Amazon, and the quality of this pressing is killer. It's absolutely fucking killer. Mm. Like the eight oh eights that because she, she doesn't use a lot of eight oh eights, but dude, they're fucking they're, they sound fucking good on this record. This pressing is excellent, and I know you got the same pressing as I did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, uh, I'm the same way. Like it's been on my want list, but I've been always like, oh, I'm just gonna hold out for the deluxe. But I'd rather have something than nothing. Yeah, I mean the deluxe is like seventy bucks. I know it's a lot. Those and whenever it drops like said, low, those songs are so fucking good though. I know, and there's like what seven of them, seven extra songs. There's a bunch of them, yeah. Oh, it's so good, America, and uh, what is it, Music Box? No, what's the other? There's another one, but I yeah. In America. So good, fucking love this record. But I, I actually listened to this record three times this week. It's that fucking good. It never gets old, right? Dude, you got to have the glottal stops, man. Love the glottal stops. It's <laughs> <laughs> such an ugly word. Term. Is that is that your only uh, Regina Spector record? It is. Yeah. I I wanted to buy Soviet Kitsch, but it was I think it was a little it was a little expensive from what I was looking at. But do you have anything else from her? I have her uh, her newer one, the Remember Us to Life album. Oh, we did that on the pod, right? Like years ago. Yeah. Yeah, we, which is a, it's a really good album, and it is. I remember I bought it at Barnes and Nobles because they, before like the before the pandemic, before everything blew up, really, they had uh, half off records, and that's where I bought my little Kim. Anna bought the Regina Spectre for like twelve dollars each. <laughs> like, fucking crazy, Kim, little Kim. So good. Do you still have that little Kim record? Yeah, I got rid of one of them, but I still have the uh, I still have her first record because it's fantastic. So silly, so dumb. Remember when you tried to listen to it? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was too much. It was just too stupid. Could not we could not get through it, or I could not get through it. I love that record. <laughs> when was the last time you listened to it? Come on. Well, that's true. Probably with you. No, with I listened me, after yeah. that because when I got rid of another Lil Kim, I listened to that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a stupid record. But Regina Spector, great stuff. <laughs> get into Begin to Hope. Go listen to that episode because we did do Begin to Hope. I think in in the new format, right? Yeah, pretty sure we did. We pretty, had to have done it. I think we did. God, that's a good album. It's fucking killer, man. Just so it's, much it's, feels. It's it's perfect. Oh, we did do it because I remember like taking a deep dive into the lyrics, and we only did that. We've only done that in the new format. That's so. 
that's one of the albums where like like you hear the first couple songs and you just think like, dude, these are so good. There's no way like they can get better than this because they're that good. And then it gets better and then it gets better and then it fucking gets better. Every song is like better than the one before it. I know. It's unbelievable. It's fucking <laughs> unbelievable. I love Regina. Love Regina. So good. I, it's so weird too that Begin to Hope is her fourth record. Yeah. It's it's crazy because I, I really only thought it was her second because I knew Soviet Kitsch came out before it. But I didn't realize she had three other ones prior to this, but whatever. It's too popular, dude. She's fucking great. So uh, the next thing I got here, I picked this one up from Port of Sound Records in Costa Mesa. And uh, it's Neil Young. It's it's a live record called Young Shakespeare. It's a live record recorded in 1971 at the Shakespeare Theater in Connecticut. And uh, But this this was actually just released in March of 2021. uh, Part of like his big archival release thing that he does all the time. Yeah, and uh, and I pretty much wanted this because it, I wanted just an all acoustic thing, and the song "Sugar Mountain" is on here, and dude, that's that's up there like one with one of my favorite Neil Young songs. I fucking love that song, and even on this record, before the song, before he starts playing the song, he's like, "I don't really like this song that much. I don't think it's very good." And then he and then he gets into it, and it's just like, dude, what, what are you thinking? Like, this song is so fucking good. He knows it's good. He's, he's 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 just being coy. No need to be coy, Roy. Yes, yes. Fuck man, this, this is so good. I've, I've listened. To, I listened to this record a few times this week as well because what's it? What's it called? Young Shakespeare. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, from like, like I said, uh, live from 1971. It's just him, acoustic guitar, harmonica, and some piano. And um, dude, it's just fucking good, man. It's For, so good. For some reason, I thought uh, when you were talking about, it, I thought you were talking about the live at the Roxy one. The I, w- I was, um, but they didn't have it. It was on the website, but when I went there, they didn't have it. Uh-huh. So I saw this one, and I was, and I looked it up real quick just to, to kind of see, and yeah. So I just got into getting this one. Oh. But yeah, dude, it's fucking killer. If you ever see it, you got to pick it up. You I'm got to for pick it sure up. going to. It was yeah. it was new, right? Like it was. Yeah, sealed? yeah. It's sure. new because I mean, it just came out a year ago. It's, I wonder it's, if Grace will have it. I'm sure they will. Huh. I mean, he's put out so like doing all this archival shit that he's been doing for decades now. Yeah, he just has so much stuff. Like not even just the vinyl stuff, but if you just look up like on his website, like that uh, that archival website that he has, it's just unbelievable how much stuff he's he's released. Yeah, all and he it's, fucking it's does unreal. is just sit back and release the same concert because i mean the, <laughs> yeah. god that's what's so annoying about him is he's not like that unique he doesn't do anything super crazy like there's yeah, nothing no. like about each concert that is vastly different from the other concert but like they're all perfect and he just, outside he of like it. the song selection he like that that's really it. the annoying thing. he sits back and puts out the same concert over and over and just makes a bunch of money and that's it <laughs> it's <laughs> so good though man. it is so fucking good I love Neil Young. I, I I just I can't get over it. I my my obsession with his music is has been going on for so long now, for like at least the last four months. Like I I probably listen to Neil Young every day. Oh, God damn. It's unreal. Like I can't I can't stop listening to his fucking music. And then like I was when we you and I were texting a few days ago, I was up until like four AM listening to Neil to Neil Young from like probably eleven o'clock at night till four AM listening to Neil Young. Sometimes you gotta stupid. do what you gotta do, but it was so good. Like I, I fucking loved it. <laughs> oh man! But then that that night when I was listening to him, that was when I realized, wow, I really don't like the Harvest album. 
it's not that good at all. So that's that's might be per it might be purged sometime been, soon. Don't you have like a really shitty copy too anyway? Yeah, it's not a it's it's not that oh, good. Yeah. The jacket's all torn up and there's surface noise, but it's not like it's not terrible, terrible surface noise, but it's there. Gosh, Sugar Mountain is so good. That is such a good song. What song? Sugar Mountain. Oh yeah. Fucking shit, it's so good. Oh, yeah. I want to listen to it right now. But anyway. I think I think that song's down. I think that song's about him like growing old and, and and like growing up and realizing that he's not a kid anymore. Is and it? So like I think I think that's what the one it is. I I think that's what it's about. Yeah, because I think like the Sugar Mountains it's like maybe it's not. I think it is though. I think it is. I think that's what it is. Oh, when he sings on Sugar Mountain, like when on he Sugar says those three words. Mountain. Oh man, dude, his voice is so good. I don't care what anyone says. His voice is is dude, his music is too good. <laughs> Fuck all the haters, man. Fuck all the haters. Nobody who who hates Neil Young? Nobody hates Neil Young. <laughs> the the Punk Till I Die podcast that I listen to. Oh yeah, I see that. I guess I can see them hating. Dude, Neil they Young. fucking hate Neil Young. Like, and then I'm I'm in the Facebook group, and people are always like bringing up Neil Young just to piss them off. It's good, man. How could you possibly hate Neil Young? Uh dude, th- especially Liverpool Neil. He's such a a punk guy. Like, he doesn't like anything outside of punk. Like oh. Tom Trauma at least like does like metal and like, he's much more open. And whenever like like because they they always play songs on the podcast and like stuff that they bring to the podcast. And whenever Tom plays a metal song, Liverpool Neil is like, oh, here we go again. Just like, dude, like you like more like he always talks about Morrissey. Outside of punk, the only other band he talks about is Morrissey and the Smiths. That's it. I actually saw a picture the other day. I forgot to tell you of a, of Tom Trauma. Oh, you never seen him before. No, does not look like what I thought he was going to look like. I know. I thought the same At thing all. too. At all, <laughs> he's a big guy, bald with a goatee. Never thought he would look like that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It, yeah, it's very bizarre. Like how I pictured <laughs> him in my head. It, it like I got I got nothing right. I thought he was going to be like a greaser looking guy, like a like a thin greaser looking guy. But no, he's like the complete opposite of that. <laughs> but Tom Trauma, man, I, I I like that podcast a lot. I think Tom Trauma is really, I think he's he's funny, like subtly funny, and he just doesn't give a f- shit. Like his opinions, he just doesn't care who he pisses off. Yeah, but, but he's just, uh, I I just don't find him in, I don't find him interesting enough for me to want to listen. Oh gosh, you're crazy. I just don't think he's listen interesting. Every I think week, he's, uh, I think he's boring, boring guy. I listen every week. Boring lunch. But anyway, anyway, moving on. Uh, next on. one I got here uh, came from Arizona. Uh, it's the format, their album "Interventions and Lullabies," first record from 2003. Uh, we d- we just did this album what a month ago, two months yeah. ago, and uh, they repressed. Actually, the format repressed everything: EPs, albums, and uh, I nowhere. ended up yeah, and no announcement, nothing. And friend of the pod Mike discovered it randomly and let us know and then you actually went there and picked your copy up or your copies yeah up, about a bunch but, of stuff yeah did we did you talk about it i don't even remember now no i haven't got through my second listen through yet oh okay, yeah. mm-hmm. okay but uh yeah i mean great fucking record great pressing honestly great fucking pressing yeah it sounds great and consi- i mean it was cheap too fairly cheap considering you know everything is skyrocketing uh, vinyl wise so especially this like the this album goes for over a hundred dollars i know it's weird it's so fucking weird but 
no it's it's killer man but uh yeah go go listen to the the episode that we actually did on the format and this particular album because it's fucking solid it's another solid episode every episode yeah. we do is fucking good every episode we do is fucking good yes and i mean it's not to toot our own horns but damn dude we're the best podcast you'll ever listen to but you only bought just this one right you didn't buy yeah any, like the eps or nothing i thought about buying snails but eh, oh, dude, snails. I, I don't think i'd ever go back to it oh, well, was that that's that's did wrong. it come on a 10 inch or a 12 no, it's twelve inches. So I, I got, I also got the snails EP, and then I also got their just their first self titled um, mm-hmm. EP, the one with like different sounding drums on the first single before Josh got a hold of them, I guess, because this one sounds just oh, more yeah. basic and, and dumb. Um, but dude, the snails EP is really good because they have like all the acoustic stuffs on there. It's good. I, I enjoyed it, but I just don't think I would go back to it that often. You it's would like, go once back I listen to that to often. It, I'm telling you, you're going to. So buy <laughs> but it. It's like when I when I listen to Interventions, like it's like I'm good. I don't need. I got my format fill with just this album. That is just unfortunate and wrong, but okay. <laughs> All right, the next thing here. I'm almost done. Next thing here. Uh, pick this one up from Amazon. You 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 send me the link. Super cheap. Uh, Sugar Cult, their first record, uh, Start Static from 2001. This is uh, this is like 13 bucks on Amazon. I know, come like, on. Even even Discogs lists it like people are selling it for like 24, 26 bucks, you know, double what what I paid on on Amazon. And I hadn't heard Dude. this record seriously probably since freshman year of high school because I really liked bouncing on the bouncing off the walls. And I think that was honestly the last time I listened to it was was when it came out, and it was way more pop rock than I was expecting. I thought it was going to be straight pop punk, like bouncing off the walls, but there's a lot more going on on this record. I I really actually enjoyed this listen through. It was it's a good record. It was a solid record. It's like a solid pop rock, or I guess people call it power pop. But damn, dude, it's fucking solid. It was really good. It's 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 very uh, reminiscent of like um like how he felt about uh, Everclear, like how much different Everclear sounded than I thought it was going to sound when we did that episode, yeah. and this this is yeah this is I mean Bounce Off the Walls is very pop punky and then like but like Stuck in America is the best song on this album like it's so good that that is a good Everybody song see I don't I don't remember that, that song I'm really talking about here today Stuck in America <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, there was it was really good. It was a solid solid listen and if it's still available on Amazon for cheap, I'd recommend people go pick it up because I mean 13 bucks like free shipping if you're have Amazon Prime, which fucking everybody does. But uh yeah, good stuff. Get into that. I um I bought I bought the limited edition pressings from Craft Recordings, which was just it came on like clear vinyl. Yeah. And I bought two of them, one so I could like sell and then pay for the one that I wanted to keep. And uh, they sold out like instantly, of course. And so as soon as I got it, like the day I got it, I put it on eBay. And I ended up, I think I bought them for like 23 each. And I sold yeah. one for like 50. So it paid for, for that one. But then they repressed them anyway. And so now you can find them like easy. And, and they're not they're not worth the 50 that somebody paid for it. So That's so annoying. <laughs> like it's, this game and this flipping game, it's, it's such a gamble sometimes. You don't know like when when or if they're going to repress something. So like yeah. you could buy stuff to thinking you're going to flip it. And then all of a sudden they make, you know, 10,000 more of them and it's worthless. I feel like the only, the only sure bet. And if you're going to flip records, the only sure bet is the MoFi stuff. Yeah. Like absolutely. That's it. That's, that's fucking it. 
No matter what, they, you'll get a little bit more than your money back. I mean, At seriously. Least. I mean, and they're already going for like 70, 80 bucks when you buy them, when they release them on the site. And then, yeah, you can flip them for probably double that, right? Dude. I mean, you, you've these, done it. I've never done it, but you, you've done it. These, these fucking one step. I don't even know what it is, but they're doing like these Miles Davis one steps for, for Bitches Brew and Sketches of Spain. And then a couple mm-hmm. of the Van Halen ones too, which I don't I don't know what it means, that. what it has to do with or anything, but they're going for one twenty five each. I guarantee you they're gonna sell almost instantly and they're gonna be going for like five hundred on the secondary. That is insane. I want I want sketches of Spain for myself. Like I wanna buy at least that one for me. I wanna buy two of them, one I can sell, then make money and then Yeah. Pay for mine. But I want one for myself, my own copy. <laughs> I would I would like to get a MoFi copy of the first Van Halen record, self titled or Van Halen one. Like that would sound so great. That would sound because like just amazing. just like listening to Eruption in the highest quality possible without actually just watching <laughs> it live is worth yeah. it alone. Just his guitar, his guitar tone just must sound so good oh. on that MoFi. I think they're doing Ooh. the 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 half steps or the one step for for um, the first four Van Halens, which is like all the ones that you need outside of 1984 well, yes 1984 was their fifth record right mm, one, two, yeah because Van Halen yeah. one two fair warning women and children women and children right. and Diver then, Down was after oh Diver four no 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 it was before it was before so Diver Down record? was the last David Lee Roth yeah it was the, outside of the one that they made in 2013 yeah it was the last Roth record of that era wait so Diver Down was after 1984 no 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 it was before 1984 yeah, nineteen eighty four was the last of the the Roth era. I forgot about Diver Down. Diver Down. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, moving on. Pick this one up also from uh, Port of Sound, Costa Mesa. This is a uh, Thrice their EP Deeper Wells. This is their eighth EP. It came out in April twenty nineteen. It was a record store release back in twenty nineteen, and um, obviously it didn't sell that well because you know three years later it's still there. Uh, they had several copies left, and uh, so I just picked it up, you know, just to kind of fill my my Thrice collection because, I mean, I pretty much want to... There's only two things I don't want from Thrice that I'll never buy, but um, but yeah, so this is, what this is, is just what, a nice What are the thing. two things? Their album Major Minor, before they broke up, and then their comeback record, uh, To Be Everywhere is To Be Nowhere. I think that's mm. the name of the record. Those two records suck. They're fucking bad wow. records. You also liked, uh, was it Palms? You thought Palms Palm. was a good record, so well, you liked Palms too. No. You didn't like the new one. I didn't the new like one Palms. that came out. Palms, Palms stupid. I thought I you didn't... liked Palms. No, no, you liked Palms. No. no oh, no, you know no. what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Incubus because you like the that last Incubus record. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking because they came yeah. out like the same year, but they kind of had that same kind of tone, I guess you could say. But anyway, yeah, I picked up Deeper Wells. There's one song on here that's kind of like worshipy sounding, and that's obnoxious, but. There's some uh, there's some other good really good songs on this record. It's 12 inch EP, and uh, yeah, rad stuff. Uh, this next thing here, I got two things left, including my my pick. I didn't uh, this ask next how one, many stuff. Yeah, I was just listening. I'm, well, just I'm, people listening. I'm just, you know, I'm just here to have just a people time. listening, and you're listening, right? So, kind of. Are you listening? Ho 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 ho. Um, that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> It's like you, you thought about just going for it, but then you realize you're yeah. not going to go for it, so you half-assed it is what happened. I really, I, I, I didn't even half-ass it. It was like quarter-assed quarter <laughs> it. Um, 
<laughs> this next one, I, I'm probably going to purge. Unless you oh, want it, I'll give it to you o. at cost. Oh, I'll give o. it to you at cost triple if you o. want. Um, It's Andrew WK. It's his record, You're Not Alone. His fifth record from uh, 2018. And this record just kind of, it's just whatever. Like, there's a few good songs. Like, the big single, it was a great, great song, but it's the second song in. And after that, it just fucking, just, it's forgettable. There's, like, spoken word tracks on here. It's very, it's, this whole album is very um, inspirational. It's very much like like him trying to make you feel better. Like, don't, it's like he's talking about, like, don't be negative. Don't let the negative things affect you. Just do this, <laughs> do that. Like, he, it's like, he's like a motivational speaker on this record, which is cool, but I, I just, I don't think I, I'll ever go back to it. And, but it's a really nice pressing, though. Like, it, both, both LPs are, you know, bright colors. Uh, it comes with like this big booklet, hype sticker. Like, it's, it's a well packaged uh, product, but dude, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to it. Is it like so, a, is it hard to find or something? No, not really. I I got it because it was discounted at, at Port of Sound. It was like thirteen bucks for a double LP, and I'm like I'm like oh. okay, I'll I'll take the I'll take the gamble on Andrew WK. I'm like if yeah. anything, it's just gonna be good, you know, or the worst it could be is good. Sure. And yeah, so so I took the gamble, and it's it's fine. It's it's good. But yeah, if you want it, I'll I'll give it to you. Or thirteen bucks. You wanna give me thirteen bucks? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll listen to it. I really, I mean, uh, the, he's like the type of guy that puts out nothing but like good stuffs, but really all I want to hear is I get wet. That's that's yeah. it. And that's that's not like True. a knock to his like music. It's just that album nostalgia alone is high, but like it's fucking good. But that's everything else he puts out is record. really good. But not as good as I get wet. I get, I get wet, wet was just, like another level of party. Just something else. <laughs> something else. It's It's too good, man. <laughs> Have we done I get wet on the new format? I know I we did we it a long time ago. but I don't remember doing it at all, ever. We did it. We did it once. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Now I feel like we've had this conversation before where we couldn't remember if we did, I get wet. But anyway, uh, you're not alone. It's a fine, It's a good record. It's fine. Um, and the, the last thing here, I picked this one up from Port of Sound. This is my, this is my pick of the week. My song mm. of the week comes from this record. Uh, it's a band called Spine Shank. Uh, this album is called The Height of Callousness. Uh, it came out in October 2000. It's their second record. And this is just new metal, like straight up fucking new metal. And I love it. I fucking love this record. <laughs> and I hadn't listened to it in a while. Um, and so I bought the record. It, it was it was fairly cheap. Only 15. This is the first time it's ever been pressed. 1,500 copies were pressed. And I picked it up. And and I forgot how how much I knew from this record. Like I remembered every single song. I was singing along. Dude, it's, I love this record. It's straight fucking new metal, but I love it. So, yeah. you fucking hate it. You hate new metal, but it was, it was for good. Corn, it was fine. I, I I I thought it sounded familiar, and then the album cover for sure I recognized. But yeah, I mean it was it was good. It wasn't like <laughs> exceptional or great or nothing, but it was it was uh, good. I enjoyed it. I get it. There's a lot of nostalgia involved too. Like, dude, the summer before my freshman year, like this this record was every not everything but this is like a big record that i would listen to all the time and my freshman year of high school fuck man i listen to this record a lot but anyway um i'm gonna play a little bit of the the, the first song the opener called asthmatic so here it is from uh, the band spine shank
there you have it. <laughs> Asthmatic from the Spine Shakes. Oof. It was so, good. So it how, was how much did you love it. this love this song? There, there was nothing wrong with this song. Absolutely nothing wrong with this song. I enjoyed this. This was cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I really enjoyed the, uh, the when we did Static X. I really enjoyed that listen through. That was a fun listen uh, yeah. through. That, that was, I was yeah. very surprised at how many albums I did really enjoy by them. But I mean, I don't. I, I, this is not like fucking mind blowingly good. It's, no, it's good. no, it's it's not mind. No, it's not mind blowingly good. It's it's not as good as Static X, like the best of Static X, but. It's just to me. It's just solid new metal industrial. It's just good, man. I, I this record is fucking good. But like I said, it could just be nostalgia, just hitting hard. But if, so, I feel like I feel like the album cover too is very like um, very like incubacy, like like it make is, yourself. Huh? Isn't that what it looks yeah. like? Kinda. You're right, huh? I didn't even make that connection, but you're kind of right. It does remind me of Make Yourself. It's the, like the same color scheme almost. Yeah, I, there's something Except about I, it. Yeah, make yourself has a little bit more green, but other than that, it's it's very similar. It's good make stuff, yourself, though. man. That that's an underrated. That's an uh, that's an overrated record, I should say. Yes, for sure, overrated. Still good, but overrated. It's all right. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's all I got <laughs> for my for my pickup and uh, my song of the week. My pickups and my song of the week. So uh, just, there's not much more to talk about outside of like one EP and song that came out. And uh, yeah, the EP that came out, it's uh, Primus. They put out one called Conspiranoid. It's the first thing of new music in, I think, four years. I think 2017 was their last record. Uh, and Did you listen to this this EP? I, f- EP? I forgot to listen to everything. I didn't listen to anything. Oh, that's fine. That's fun. Yeah, that was um, fun. I had a good time. This, it, it's really good. <laughs> I, I mean, there's three songs. First song, The first song is like 11 minutes long, which was already released. Uh, the... And then the the last two are I think six minutes and like five minutes or something like that, and uh, it's it's a solid EP. I mean it's it's kind of what you expect you'd expect from Primus now. I mean that kind of tone that that Les Claypool has on his bass now it's some like more like squishy sounding I guess you could say or like wet sounding. I I, I can't explain his bass tone like in the last ten fifteen years, but it's just I don't know. It's cool. It, it's a it's a solid EP, and I'll pick it up once it's released. I'm not gonna oh. pre-order it because I'm sure it's gonna pop up in all the stores around here, and it'll probably be cheaper than me having to pay for shipping. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Conspiranoid EP from Primus. Check it out. It's like 20 minutes, 21 minutes. Get into it. Yeah, I probably should have um, done it, but I uh, might have did it. Forgot. Yeah, yeah, negligent, but that's fine. Uh, the next, the, then this one song came out this week. Uh, in support of. Ukraine and 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 the conflict or war in in Europe right now. Uh the song is called Zelensky Ma- Zelensky Man with the Iron Balls. Uh it features Les Claypool. Uh it features Eugene Hutz from Gogo Bordello, uh Stuart Copeland, drummer from The Police, and Sean Lennon, the son of John Lennon. And uh yeah, the song sucks. It's lame. <laughs> I just I just don't care. I I just I just don't care. I mean, you have this like fucking killer lineup. Like, you cannot go wrong with this lineup. You just can't. It's it's like a perfect lineup. Weird, but perfect. And the song is just, eh. eh. I I I remember in our our Discord, uh, Skip was also very disappointed. I, I made a point to listen to it. I just forgot. But like, 
like, yeah, how do you fuck up like with this type of lineup? Everyone here is on their <laughs> game. Everyone's really tight. Everyone's really good. Like Come you, on. you can't. I mean, Stuart Copeland considered one of the greatest drummers of all time. Uh, Les Claypool considered one of the best bass players of all time. Eugene Hutz has such a unique sound and style. And then Sean Lennon is Sean Lennon. You know, he has his own yeah, thing. You know, he sounds ex- almost exactly like his dad. I mean, it's. Yeah. He does though. You you can't argue with that. He sounds almost well, identical to John Lennon. I, that's fine, but they're, they're both boring. John Lennon's boring. But it's boring. iconic. Well, uh, to an extent. Snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't care to play this song. It's just, it's you had so there's so much potential, but it it's just kind of boring. So I don't know. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's it. Ah oh, boy, I don't even have the music queued up yet. You have nothing ready, nothing's done, nothing's prepared. Nothing's ready. No, never. All right, so you got anything else for this for this episode of the pod, or what do you think? No, that's uh, that's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. You know the drill. Give us five stars, only five stars. That's all we that's all we want. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into Weezer and the Pinkerton B sides. So check it out. And that's it. That's all. Don't want it.